Today on the Diz List, we count down the top five shows and in-park entertainment in Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And today we count down the top five shows and in-park entertainment in Walt Disney World. Before we get to the list, uh, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Instagram and Twitter at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list that's anchor.fm slash the diz list and if you really feel inclined hack in and make it so you there's like a code where you can put in a six star rating that brings us up even higher than everyone else that would be pretty cool yes so rob let's let's address the elephant in the room sure (laughs) or rather let's address what's not in the room which is uh cameras yes which we definitely have to discuss. We, we have to be transparent with everybody yeah, listening absolutely. here. absolutely. Yeah. Last week, we did a, a an episode with video, which went okay. Like, it's a, it's a good episode. Oh, absolutely. Truly. I like it. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, having Ear Scouts on was part of our reasoning behind going to video. And the video, I was very happy with the outcome. I'm trying to remember the amount of hours it took, and I'm not trying for sympathy or, or applause from the audience here. It's We wanted it to be the best it could be. Estimating the amount of time... I mean, man hours, I spent... I myself spent two hours just syncing up my stuff because we recorded the audio for mine wrong, honestly. And then I had to sync my audio to my video, which was not easy because there was some lag on our recording platform and that was on us that was not the recording platform so if you look at the video and you see watermarks or something it wasn't on them it was just on no, us and they, that was a great service yeah. actually um it just the reality is we're not youtubers and we're audio guys we didn't get into this to be youtubers um it doesn't mean we'll never go back to it no and i think we can do some fun videos from time to time but we see how much goes into it. Yeah, more respect than ever for Absolutely. people like Rob. Absolutely. Yeah. Ear Scouts and all, everyone else who, who does any kind of it, regular YouTube content for Walt Disney World, holy Toledo. And we weren't even we weren't even editing like shots and B-roll. No. It was like going between three people's headshots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, look, the reality is when we said we wanted to do this, it was because it was fun talking around a fire. We're like, we want people to hear these crazy conversations we have. It doesn't make sense for us, though, to do YouTube and make us, honestly, not enjoy it. Right? Yeah. It, it was just a lot of work. It was difficult work. And it, it I really love doing this. This is great. Yeah. I have so much fun doing this. But I think if we were to do this full time and our job was to make podcasts and to make YouTube content and we could make a living off of that, I would love it. And I would love every minute of it. But working a full-time job in education, plus doing this, plus doing video, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, I, 
it's just the in the end of the story basically is just that we can't we're not we're doing this partially for a release right so like one of the things that that everybody needs to recognize is like if you enjoy something embrace the thing you enjoy and do it because it's going to give you some mental health like release you know some stress release and when it becomes something that's more stressful than fun you need to like step back and i mean i can remember you calling me because the episode last week was like just not working yeah i was was like i was like it's okay just let's extract the audio um but we got the video out and it, it was good and it did good good numbers for us but in the end like why should we put that stress on us and pretend to really enjoy doing the video when in fact you know honestly we just like to talk and we do and that's what we'd rather do so i'll say this too oh geez so (laughs) i love podcasts i love watching youtube videos there is a time during my day when i listen to podcasts when i am mowing the lawn driving to work uh other blah, 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 so-and-so. When I'm at home at night, relaxing, I can turn on YouTube and I can watch some WDW content. So for me, there's a time and place for each thing. I I would say at least we tried it. We can go back to it at some point. Maybe something becomes easier, more streamlined. And at least on YouTube, you're not seeing me talk with my hands the entire time and (laughs) cover up my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that may have happened. In full transparency, the episode we're recording right now is um, after an episode we tried to record and do video. And we realized, you know, this really isn't for us. Um, And we were honest with each other. It's just that's not what we got into this for. And, you know, it's, it's okay. Like to admit, hey, we tried it. It wasn't great for us. What didn't feel great for us. So we're going to do something different. And... We're going to perfect our craft here on audio, and then eventually we'll see what happens. Absolutely. So um, I appreciate everyone kind of listening to us vent a little bit and, uh, uh, you know, be honest about our process and our experiences. And, um, you know, thank you to, to everybody who's listened so far. We truly appreciate it. We read all the comments on social media. We have kind of a core of people that like to interact with us. We're always looking for more. It's it's a lot of fun. Some of some of the people are friends I've had for years. Some of them are new people that we just met recently. Yeah. And uh, so, anything Absolutely. you want to add to that too, Nick? Um, you know, well, we're going to talk about a couple of them, but I, I do want to mention like today we're talking about top shows and entertainment. We had a couple of people who have commented on everything that I post like they and not in a bad way like no I love that and they're commenting and giving us answers so we'll we'll, we'll touch on them we'll, we'll get to them but before we get there to move away from the what what we're not doing today I have a question sure and I had this question before we really kind of decided we're going to make this announcement or whatever so I had this question um what classic Disney character are you so maybe fab five member maybe but like I I'm just wondering because I I know who I am. Who are you? Classic or current? Well, I mean they're still current, but like uh, what Fab Five member are you? Oh, Fab Five member. Yeah. What uh, Fab Five? I'm a combination of three. Okay. So Mickey Mickey's the leader. Okay, I, I'm a leader by nature. I'm a leader in the classroom. I'm a leader within my family. I have that part of Mickey. I have. I'll talk to your wife about the leader in your family. Thing. The, the, <laughs> 
<laughs> she would agree most of the time. She's the brains, though. <laughs> she's the brains of the family. I don't know if she's listening in the other room or not, but that is absolutely the truth, whether she's listening or not. <laughs> Wait, she'll listen to the podcast. So, part two, goofy. Sometimes I make dumb mistakes. Sometimes I goof things up. Nick's laughing because that's just kind of my personality, and it's okay. I don't really care. I screw up sometimes. I'm laughing because he has a great goofy voice, but that's just me. <laughs> that's true. We'll break that out when it's appropriate. <laughs> and the third one, I'm a little bit Donald because I can get really mad really fast, just like Donald can. But I'm working on that. I'm getting better at it, and my angry Donald doesn't come out too much so i would say i'm a combination of three if that's fair do you count that sure can i I'll do take, a combo of yeah why not uno dos and trace why not okay three, the three caballeros how about you i'm donald i mean <laughs> it's anybody who knows me who's listening yes. is like yeah so yeah i get angry easily um but then i come down and realize oh shoot that was maybe an overreaction so does donald um and also donald has daisy and daisy's like the sweetest thing in the world and I have my wife, who yeah, is like, she is <laughs> I'm married way out of my tax bracket. <laughs> I'm punching above my weight. Um, yeah. So I would always say I'm Donald. Uh, but I think I think a combo for you is actually pretty good. Yeah. I was, I was, that's why I wanted to ask you, because I was like, where would he go with this? Yeah. I think another time we can say which Disney character directly is the closest to us. There is one, and we'll save that for a future episode. Sure. sure. This was a conversation I had with my son the other day about which Disney character I felt like I identified with the most. Yeah. And uh, we will do that at another time. Yeah, I just thought that the Fab Five one, I thought, you know, I would like to know what you thought. So. That is a great one. I like that. That's cool. I like these surprises. That's fun. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be discussing our top five entertainment, okay, non-rides, something that you're going to sit your butt down in the air conditioner and enjoy. So we'll see you after the break. discuss the top five in park shows or entertainment now by in park we mean shows like that you sit down you get some air conditioning you watch something this is not a ride this isn't something you're moving well you might move yeah that's true i mean you might move yeah but, there um could be on someone's list so rob we we both really like shows love um i love the shows and they're honestly it's a necessity because like if you to. go to Walt yeah. Disney World any time, well, geez, there's probably like three months out of the year where it isn't 80 degrees. What you need to do if you want to go to the parks in a smart way is to break it up. If you're doing an outside queue, let's say you're waiting, perfect example, you're waiting for Haunted Mansion to Magic Kingdom, right? Yep. A lot of that queue is outside. Most of it's outside. It's hot. It's humid. You're sweating. You go through Haunted Mansion. You come back out, you're hot again, you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? You go to Hall of Presidents, yeah, you, turn left you go to Hall Country Bear, yeah. you go around the corner, you go to Tiki Room, and you cool off for a period of time. Now that's key, not only for adults that can get grumpy very fast, like the two in this room right now, but it's also very important for kids, wives, everybody. Absolutely. I Crucial. Mean, in my mind, when I first went to Disney, being that, as we talked about last week with, with Rob from Your Scouts... You know, my experience is different having been introduced to Disney as an adult. 
And I thought, I don't really want to do shows. It's like, that's not my thing. I don't want to do it. And then I saw the Tiki Room. And I was like, oh, wait. So I get to sit here for 10 minutes, 50. I don't know how long it is. It doesn't matter. Air conditioning. Relax. My feet can, like, not be. I don't have to be standing on my feet. I feel like shows and those theater live entertainment um, venues, even if it's like over at Epcot where you're, it's not air conditioning, but you get your, get off your feet. Like we did the, my first year they were still doing like the Guardians of the Galaxy um, stage show over at the Epcot. We saw that too. It was great. They do like journey songs. Yeah, it was really good. It was fantastic. But like just to get off your feet, right? So even if it's not in air conditioning, I feel like the getting off your feet piece is, is way underrated. So, um, you want to start? Yeah, I'd love to start. Um, so number, f- well, before I begin, I want to preface all of this like I try to most weeks with this is a subjective list. Mm-hmm. A lot of things on people's lists, people meaning that just us. Um, and if people want to post on social media and give us your list, not enough people do that. Please, please do that. If you're listening, post a comment, please, please. Anyway, a lot of these are subjective. A lot of these have specific meanings to people. So with that being said, my number five is in Nick's least favorite park. So those of you normal listeners may perk up and go, oh, yeah, I remember. He really doesn't like Hollywood Studios because (laughs) of the heat and all the pavement and the heat radiating off of everything. So this one is in Hollywood Studios, and right away, I'm sure when Nick hears that, he thinks, "Ah, there's some really bad in Hollywood Studios and some really good in Hollywood Studios. So number five for me is one of my favorites, and it's special for me and for my son. We absolutely love the Muppets. We love them. When I was little, growing up, I was born in the late 70s, but kind of watched the Muppets in the early 80s. I thought it was all new. I thought it was a new show. I watched them in reruns. They were on, I guess, our PBS station, I think, is what ran them in our town. And I loved it. I thought it was new and didn't realize that it was actually from the 70s. I loved uh, the guest stars. I loved the humor. Everything about it was great. So to me, seeing that Muppet show and, and experiencing that with my son, who also... Uh, loves to watch the old episodes with me on Disney Plus is Muppet Vision 3D. Now, the reason it's five and it's not higher up on the list is I still feel like it has some tweaks. That digital animation character, shoot, I can't remember his name. My son would know if he was here. Yeah, I can't no, think I, of what, I can't he, think the, his the name, guy. Yeah. He's kind of like a clown, clown uh, slash bee insect. Yeah, yeah. Balloon, that it I'm, it could use a little bit of work, but I love when Sweetums comes out. I love Statler and Waldorf. I love the rabbit, who's the new character who I can't remember. I love the Swedish chef. Everything about it is is fantastic. Now I'm just listing things. Yeah, but. One of my favorites. We are the Dizzlist. So okay. <laughs> number five for me is uh, Muppet Vision 3D. Uh, what are your thoughts on Muppet Vision? Um, I'm shocked that you put it at five, honestly. Um, I'll talk a little bit later. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, because I have it higher. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy it, it's on your list yeah. at all because I yeah. love it so oh. much. But not everybody does. I'll just say I love this show. Me too. And I will, uh, I'll talk about it momentarily. Great. No, and I'm looking forward to that too. So we'll pause on that yeah. for you to do your number five, and we can discuss a little bit more in, in depth when we get to whatever mystery number mm-hmm. you hold Muppet Vision yeah. as. What do you have for five? So my number five 
is based on a couple things why it's number five. Um, one is because my son absolutely loves this, and I, I've never seen a kid get this excited over this particular attraction. <laughs> um, I think I know which one you're getting at. Yeah. And two, because I have some family ties to it. So I, I do too, but in a different way. Yeah. So <laughs> Yours my, are way cooler yeah. than mine. <laughs> so my number five is Hollow Presidents. Um, the family tie thing, if I trace my lineage back, I'm related to uh, George Washington. So every year we go, my son takes a picture under the portrait of George Washington. He thinks it's cool. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It's not like we're... Not like I'm a descendant of George Washington. He's like my third cousin 18 times removed or something like that. But still, I can trace back to where his great-grandmother and my great... Or not, his his great-grandmother and my 12th great-great-grandmother, whatever it is. Um, so, I really like this show because of a number of reasons beyond that, though. The film they show is so well done. It's really powerful. And I, I don't, when we went this most recent time... I, I don't remember it being that good. Have yeah. they changed it recently? Because I, I feel like it's... If they did, I don't recall because I've always loved the show. Um, and I thought the the movie was the same, but I could be wrong. Because I'm always so into it. It's Ken Burns-worthy footage, right? Definitely. Um, I, I really love that it brings a piece of history into the parks that otherwise wouldn't be there. I also love that it changes, right? So every four years or eight years, depending on the situation, it's going to change. It's gonna, You know it's going to close down. We elect a new president. It closes down. New president gets put in. Well, let's go see the new president. Let's go see the new animatronic. And for some people, it's they go on that fourth year. They go when that new animatronic goes, and they don't come back again. For me... That's us, to be honest. I don't dislike it, but... It's to be fair. It's exciting to us when there's a new one. I don't and, look. I don't blame you. And I, I we don't, don't dislike it. In no way am I saying it would yeah. be in my bottom. What I'm saying is I'm one of those people that wants to go every four years and go. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yep. We get we can go see Biden or Trump's in it or Bush is in it or whoever. It's exciting no matter what your political affiliation is because the not the ride the show is new mm -hmm. and it's updated. So. Let's say you're not a fan of Joe Biden. You go just to see what it's like having Biden in there. Maybe you're not a Trump fan, but you're curious to see what it's like. Yeah, I agree. And for me, I like history, too. Um, I'm a math teacher, but I'm a history buff. I love reading historical fiction and, and reading historical nonfiction. And I love watching documentaries about uh, revolutionary era um, United States Um and my son is really into that right now, and has been for a while, so I don't know if it's a phase at all, because he's been into it for a while. Um, he loves the presidents. And so to go to the Hall of Presidents for him is something that every time we go is is a must-do. Um, we went right after Biden had been elected. Well, not right after, but we went. They had just opened it after they had installed the Biden um, animatronic last summer. And when we first went, it wasn't open. And then when we were in the parks the second day, when we were in the park the second time we were at Magic Kingdom, we found out it was open. We didn't tell him it was open. We knew it was open. I remember you, you were texting me yeah. and you are like, we get to go see it. Yeah. And so, like, on the first day, 
we were able to bring him in. He was like, wait, this is closed. I was like, no, it opened today. He he was so excited. <laughs> and so for me, the fact that, that it brings that kind of excite, excitement to my son means something to me. And on the side, like I said, the, the show itself, and by the way, the queue area, so I don't want to call it a queue because it's not a line, but that area, it's you can you might be 10 minutes from your next show. You go in there, you're in air conditioning, and you have that whole rotunda area or whatever it is where you can go walk around look at the exhibits. It's actually really nice in there. We had a great time this summer. Nick's family and our family, We, if you're just listening for the first time, we, we went to Disney World together. When we uh, Two things. One is the, the photo pass right outside is fantastic with Sam the Eagle. Yeah. When you go inside, like Nick said, it's air conditioned. We got to relax, look at the paintings. Mom, my daughter and your daughter sat together on the floor mm-hmm. and just talked and relaxed a little bit. I completely agree with that, that it's there's a great air conditioned queue inside. Great choice. Great choice. Well, it's one of my favorites. So, so round to number four. Absolutely. So uh, number four for me, what never even would have been on my list at all. Until something really hilarious that happened mm. two two trips ago. Sorry. So when we're doing promotion for this episode, I'm going to have to send you video footage for this. Absolutely. People listening are like, hmm, I'm wondering what this is. As, uh, so anyway, uh, this is another one which is in <laughs> the Magic Kingdom. So as you enter the Magic Kingdom... I generally go left, but a lot of people like to go right. And if you go right and then take another right, the very first thing that you will encounter is the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Now, people who are not really aware of what the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is, there is a giant screen, and on the screen is an animated monster, and they have it synced to a person, and I've learned this at one point, that the person is actually off-site. They're not actually at the park. And there are cameras inside the room where you can interact with the different guests. So depending on where you sit inside this auditorium, there's it's like a lamp. It's like kind of like a, I'm looking at one right lamp, now, yeah. like a desk lamp. And the desk lamp goes on, and all of a sudden that person is on camera, and the monster and the person who's voicing the monster interacts with that person. And there's a maybe a caption underneath or they tell the person to do something. So let's see. This was when we went Christmas time. So December of 2019 is when we went. So um, my wife and son were off doing something else. And my daughter says, Hey, let's go do monsters Inc. Laugh floor. I'm like, great, let's go do it. So we take off and we go in and do monsters Inc. Laugh floor. We go inside, we're waiting around, you know, just kind of shooting the breeze with my daughter. We go inside sit down and I'd kind of forgotten what this was all about. And this light goes on kind of nearby us and the person's on camera and they tell them something they have to do and everybody laughs. And then it was like the second or third time the light goes on right in front of me. And on the screen, it says something about uh, loves to, to get up and dance or something like that. So I look up, I see it on the screen and like, I have no fear. I have no shame. You're a performer. Correct. At heart, so. Yes. So I immediately jumped up and started dancing and everyone's cracking up and just, I don't know how she, she, I don't know. She didn't know this was going to happen, right. but my daughter was filming 
and she was filming the screen and just randomly, boom, I came on and she has the whole thing on video. It's, I don't know how that happened. I've seen the video. It's pretty funny. So we'll have to use that video in uh, promotion for this episode, but that experience was very, very special to me. And at that moment, I realized this is a really cool experience. Now, in, the, in Epcot, they have a very similar experience yeah. with Turtle Talk with Crush. So they have Crush from Finding Nemo, and he interacts and talks with the people in the room. This is a similar thing where uh, someone, like I said, off-site can interact with the different people. So this not necessarily would have made my list before, but there's such a great memory for me tied to this. And my daughter brings it up all the time, how hilarious it was. And my poor wife and son were not there and they have to watch the video of it and laugh and laugh. So <laughs> yep. Daddy got up and uh, made a fool of himself, but, well, uh, but made my daughter laugh. Yeah. That was, that's, that's a feat right there well, to make a teenage now, girl laugh. Especially now she's, she's older even. So she is, she's a little older now. Yeah. <clears throat> so honestly, um, I had never been until this summer with you. That um, was your first time? That was my first time on Monsters Inc. Flat Floor. I was praying that you were going to be on camera for that. Yeah, it would have been pretty funny. But I don't think you were in front of the light, were you? There was a light there, but I, when you, it's funny that you brought up the turtle, the turtle Talk with Crush. Yeah. Because I was about to say, this is an adult version, and I don't mean adult version like After Dark. I mean, adult, <laughs> <laughs> I mean adult version in that, like, they're like, not going to talk to you and I, right? They're not going to talk to the 40-year-old guy in the room. My, my son got to interact with Crush when he was five or, oh, how old was he? Seven when he went. And that was great, you know, but you're not going to talk to the adult in the room. There, they want to pick on you. Like this year, they had that guy. Literally, that's what they called him, was oh that guy. Gosh. And he wasn't even paying attention. He yeah. was on his phone. Everyone's cracking up. Yeah. And then finally, when he started paying attention, he got in with a joke. And they kept going back to him. It was great. I honestly didn't put it on this list only because... I feel like there are some people who would go in there and not know what it is and possibly feel um, on the spot or embarrassed, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like going to, what's the name of that restaurant in Hollywood Studios, oh, the 50s yeah, Primetime Cafe? Prime or like even even to a little bit, uh, to a certain extent, going over to uh, the one at Wilderness Lodge. Don't ask for the ketchup. Uh, right. I forget what it is. The I can never remember the name of that restaurant. If my sister is listening to this, which I know she she does sometimes, my dad I don't I don't know why, and she can vouch that this is true. We obviously we went to Disney every year. They would always pick my dad. I don't know why. There's just something about him. Whatever we did, wherever we went to Universal or when we did, there was like a studio lot tour or something. They would always pick my dad, and my sister and I would laugh and laugh and laugh. Cause he's, he's a straight guy. Mm -hmm. Like he's, you know, he'll joke around, but when he does a joke, it's hilarious. Cause he doesn't usually do jokes. Right. He is perfect. And he, it was always him. And anyway, uh, just thought I would throw that in there a little aside for, for my sister here. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I honestly, I, I would have put it, it was number six for me, honestly. It just didn't make the cut for me. Now, I will transition over to my number four because we've already actually started to talk about number four. Uh-oh. My number four is Muppet Vision. Great. Um, we've already talked about my hatred for the heat in Hollywood Studios. <laughs> and um, you'll probably see a little bit of a trend here, but my favorite shows are the shows that get me out of the heat. For um, an extended period of yeah. time. Yeah. So that particular show... 
I like for the same reasons you do. Statler, Waldorf, like Sweetums. Yeah, I I grew up watching that show, and at the time, just like you, I thought these were brand new, and I can't imagine when my father really liked them and when my mother really liked them. And it turned out, hmm, maybe they grew up kind of with them too because. They weren't from 1988. They were from 1978 or from wherever, whenever they were. And it was always such a great thing to sit around and watch them. I can distinctly remember watching that show in my living room. Like, I can picture what the carpet looks like. I can picture the couch I'm sitting on watching that show. And the old guys making fun of people. And me thinking it was hilarious that these guys were ripping on these on the people on stage um, this is the live action version of it. But the, what's crazy about it is it's live action and it's not. So you have the video, you've got the 3D film, and then you have the live action Muppets. That makes it great in and of itself. But I'll tell you, the Muppets are the most underused IP oh, in the parks. 100%. Especially now they took out the show in Magic Kingdom. I luckily got to see that. I did too. I was just going to mention that. But now it's gone and it's... It why it's incredible. gone is so... So we've talked on this show about people eaters and about capacity. That's not taking people out of the out of the walkways. But it is keeping people captured in an area. It's what, it's, maybe five puppeteers? Yeah. It's no different than... And I'm, I can't... I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Japanese name for it. But the drummer's... In Japan, people stop and watch. Or the Dapper Dans. Or the Jammeters. Like, why can't they have that there and keep the Muppets alive there? Um, that's just one of my pet peeves is that they don't use certain IP that's really good enough. And the fact that they're able to do something with Muppets um, in Hollywood Studios is great. Because that park needs a place to go and sit down. And there's a couple of them in there. But Muppet Vision is, is phenomenal. So yeah, I love it. I'm glad you love it too. I'm not gonna go on too much longer about that because obviously we've already talked about it. But Muppet Vision is my number four. So mm-hmm. Rob, what's your number three? My number three, I did not get to do the last time we went to the parks. Oh really? I I wanted to, um, but we had oh. the opportunity to go on the Tower of Terror with some people that have never gone on the Tower mm-hmm. of Terror before, yep. and a very brave young man who is your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son was like, no, thank you. And that's fine. He did it last time. Mm-hmm. My son was brave enough to go on it. And he was like, nope, not my thing. Uh, my daughter doesn't like elevators and drops. She's like, nope, not my thing either. So we went on Tower of Terror. And they all did the the Frozen stage show. So I've said in a previous episode that the first time I saw Frozen, I fell asleep in the theater. And it turns out that it's a pretty good movie. And that show is just, it's fantastic. and It's wonderful. So many great things and so many great songs. And the husband and wife team who wrote the music for that are absolutely brilliant songwriters. And at the very end, and this is a spoiler, but I don't care. It'll entice everybody to go. At the end of the show, it snows. It's so cool. Inside this theater, snow falls from the ceiling. The first time I was in that show, I was like, what? is going on kids screamed and started crying yeah it's i yeah it's magical now it's soap yeah (laughs) but still it looks like it's snowing like kids were crying they were so happy yeah mommy it's snowing 
big. Like they were so excited. I mean, it's pretty darn hot in Hollywood Studios. So if it's snowing, they probably were that. I was crying, hoping it was real snow. Oh my gosh, it's a it's a fantastic production. And the first time we saw it, I uh, that was yeah that was in our December trip of 2019. Same one as the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. And I had never gone in before. And I was like, yeah, we'll do Frozen, whatever. Walked out, said to my wife, I go, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. The singing was spectacular. And and it's kind of like a review. So if you don't know what a review is, it's like where they sort of simplify a musical or something. And it's like bits and pieces from all the songs from from a show. And then in the middle, they have this uh, man and woman uh, comedy team. And they were really funny. And I'm sure they switch people out and the lines are already written, but they did a fantastic job. Uh, are you a fan of that one as well? Huge fan. Love that show. Hollywood Studios. It's hot. So, yeah. Big fan. Um, uh, spoiler alert, it's on my list. Really? I figured we'd be totally different on these. No, no. We're not different. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's one that's not on your list yeah. that I have on my it's list. On, it's on my list. It's not three. Okay. But since it's close, I'll talk to mine. I'll talk about it now. Okay. Um, Let's do it. My, mine's number two, actually. I've had it number two. We'll go, we'll backtrack, but it, does, it seems artificial to do the whole, like, oh, let me hold off. All right. You do your two and then yeah, go back yeah, to yeah, three. I'll go, back to, I'll go right back to three. I'm yeah, just yeah. going to say about Frozen that as a girl dad and a girl dad who had a girl, like, when Frozen was, I mean... She grew up a Frozen fan, right? Because when she was born, Frozen was already out. And so, like, little kid pajamas, little kid toys, like, oh, baby Anna, baby Elsa. Um, Frozen, when I went into it, I went in there like, okay, we'll do this for my daughter. And when I left, I said, I want to do that show again. (laughs) And I can remember being torn, literally, like, I was like, Tower of Terror, or <laughs> me too. That's so sad, but true. <laughs> like, because we could get we had Genie Plus for either Tower of Terror. No, we couldn't. Get, that's right. We couldn't get a Genie Plus for Tower of Terror. We could wait. The line was shorter. Yeah, it was. Or we could go to. We had a Genie Plus for. You booked it for, for something yeah. else, I think. Uh, I booked it for the kids. Remember, because I booked it for them. Oh yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Frozen Ever After, right. Frozen Sing Along. And I can remember thinking like. Oh, do I really want, like, I kind of want to do it. Like, but if we go and then come out, then the line for Tower might be longer. But you had never done Tower of Terror, correct. therefore yeah. you made the correct decision. Yeah. So, I just, I love that show. The The comedy part of it sells it for me. So, I don't think that Disney gets enough credit. Specifically, I feel like it started with, with Pixar, but maybe, I could be wrong. But I don't think Disney gets enough credit for injecting adult humor so humor that the and i don't mean dirty jokes and stuff like that i mean like stuff parents were gonna get parents are gonna get that kids aren't i feel like they don't get enough credit for doing that to keep parents engaged when they go to these shows or the movies in the theater that really aren't made for them they're made for the little kids that entire show is full of little side notes that are kind of like off color for, a uh, little bit the, just for the parents just enough and that snow at the end um and you can't get away from the fact that it's amazing talent it is it's absolutely amazing it's broadway level talent um and the relief from the heat i mean come on hollywood studios 
give me all the shows at Hollywood Studios. Well, not all the shows. Give me most of the shows at Hollywood Studios. Not a big fan of some of the shows at Hollywood Studios, specifically the outdoor ones, or one with, uh, with fireballs. Sure, we can spikes. mention if you want to. We can mention. We can, we can talk about some stuff at the I, end. I have a couple written down of my least favorites. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, definitely. but yeah. So my number two is Frozen Singalong. I'm gonna yeah. now backtrack because technically, I was backing up off of Rob's. I'm gonna backtrack to my actual number three, which I have an asterisk next to on my list. Interesting. So the reason the asterisk asterisk is there is because it's not currently running, and I'm really worried that it's not coming back. They're currently using this space as a meet-and-greet area. My number three is Enchanted Tales with Belle. So... I have never done that. So I will tell you that I would have, t- I would have said, no way am I going to enjoy this. <laughs> and, I may have said that, and that's why I haven't done it. And I also would have told you that no way am I going to participate. You don't really have a choice when you have a, you know, a, a young daughter and your young son, and it's their first time in Disney, and it's on what you think is going to be your one and only trip. And they're like, <laughs> here, sir, you're a knight. And they hand you the little knight, like, masquerade mask or whatever. And so... We go into the into the area, and I am a knight. I'm standing next to the fireplace with Belle, and they go through the whole production. And it's the, the faces of the children watching their parents, and some of them also participating um, in this production, this recreation of how Belle has met the beast and how Belle is living happily ever after. That whole interaction... With, with all the children, not just my children, with all the children and being up front and turned around so you can see the kids who are sitting. I think had I been sitting in a seat, I may not have had the same reaction, but because I was up and viewing the audience and knowing also that these people would never, ever see me ever again in the rest of their life so I could be me and I could be up there and not a big deal. Well, that leads me to my question. Does your wife have this on video somewhere? I believe there are pictures or or... I know there are pictures. All I don't right. know if there's video. That's got to make it into yeah. the promotional. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. You better look for that. Okay. All I'll say is I really, I think the queue is great. I think that the when you're waiting in the room and, and you know, the wardrobe is talking to you um, and they're handing out the roles and they're really, really good about with the kids. If you want to participate. They're going to try to get you to participate. If you don't want to... We're like, not going to push you to. Right. My son was not feeling feeling it. Um, so they're like, would you like to be the dishes, right? Because, you know, meet the dishes, you know? And, and he was like, ah. I was like, you're okay. So, like, he grabbed, like, he was a dish, you know? Like, they walk around. And it's a fun show. And so, for me, the time it takes to do that, too, keeps you out of the heat. Yeah. There aren't enough shows like that in... Magic Kingdom. Interactive shows like that? Yeah. They're used, well, like I said, there used to be more. They pick my father every single time. I feel like there are less. And I wish I could go back and recall. I'm going to have to ask my sister. She's going to remember what, what he was chosen yeah. for every time. Yeah, but I, so. I think it's I think it's a really good show. And so that's why my number three is Enchanted Tales with Belle. Okay. So I go yeah. to my two, you go and to your then one, two. and then your one. Uh, however you want to do this, okay. yeah. Because I know I kind of broke the rules. But That's fine. There are it, no, no rules. It, well, it, it, it evolves based on what we choose and what we pick. Because um, 
if you've listened before, we don't share each other's lists ahead of time. So we kind of go organically based on what happens. My number two is actually, I, I think people would expect this to be my number one. My number two is just such a nostalgic treat for me. I am beyond excited every time I go to the Magic Kingdom to see the show. I have uh, t-shirts of this, homemade shirts. I have the stuffed animal of this that I got way the heck back in the 1980s. My number two is the Country Bear Jamboree. I absolutely love it. Some people hate it. Not me. I have always thought it was the coolest, most fun thing. I still have my plush. It's sitting right behind me right now of Big Al, who is one of the singing bears in this show. If you're listening and you're thinking, what is the Country Bear Jamboree? I've never done it. If you're saying that, I've done it way too many times. What it is, is you go into this theater and there's multiple stages and the curtains open. And on the inside, there is a animatronic bear and there's multiple different bears that come out at different times. Some come from the ceiling, some come up from the floor and they sing. Even though it's country bears, it's more of kind of like a bluegrass kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And they sing these funny songs. Now, the thing is... It, some of them are really inappropriate. <laughs> well, what did I say? I said right. that Disney like, does a good job hiding some, hiding some things. So this is a kid's show, so the one of them I can't even say as an example. But Big Al's song, I can say, it's not quite as off-color uh, off cover as all the guys that something, something turned me down. Uh, <laughs> that's what the, uh, the three twin bears sing, yeah. that one, the girls. Uh, but... Big Al sings a song called Blood on the Saddle. Blood all around. There was blood on the saddle. And, like, it's so funny if you actually look up the lyrics to these songs. It's so off-color. And I yeah. just love it. I can't believe it still exists. It's very campy. It is. And a few times it was threatened to be taken over for a Toy Story Yeesh. production. Yeesh. And there were rumors of that and save, save the country bears. Now, I will say this, and people may scream in shock when they hear this. If the country bears went away, I would be sad. But as Walt says, it is not, not a, museum. a museum. Okay, things change. It's okay. If something changes, for example, Splash Mountain is going to change. I think Splash Mountain is great. But hey, that's what happens. I got to ride it. Good. Let's see what's next. Anyway. Country Bears, uh, if you're listening to this and you've never done the Country Bears or you plan on doing it soon, I'm going to tell you this. You have no choice. Next time you go, you are going to clap for the first one to two minutes of the show, and you are going to clap at the end. You have no choice. Even if no one else is clapping, you are going to start clapping along. It is a tradition. If you're in there and other people start clapping, you start clapping too. That is the tradition of Country Bear Jamboree. I'm sure there's listeners that go, oh, yeah, people were clapping because that's what you do. So I personally <laughs> had never done this till last time because I was like, eh. I want to hear it from your eyes experiencing it with me as a crazy person about oh, Country Bears. Oh, man. Let me, can I give you my view, uh, like my unclouded personal view, then I'll say my enjoyment, like, so if I had witnessed this without you, I probably would have been like, yeah, that needs to go. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, because the animatronics click. The animatronics are old. They're they're out of sync. And honestly, the music's okay. But it, it, 
It is what it is, right? And it's true, and that's why I can't put it at number one. However, I will say, looking at it through the eyes of somebody who grew up with it, or at least looking at the person who grew up with it next to me. And how bonkers. And I'm going bonkers. (laughs) I can remember going to shows like this in... There was a place in the Adirondacks, and I can't remember what music park. Well, it's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, There was a place in the Adirondacks that had, like, a moose that did the same kind of thing. And, like, the moose on the wall would sing. Um, This show... I can totally understand why it's nostalgic. It doesn't make my top five solely because it's not nostalgic for me. Um, And honestly, nothing at Disney is because I'm late to the game, right? And so that's why it's a totally different perspective. And that's why hearing what your thoughts are, it's very interesting versus mine, who's gone my whole life. So I continue and feel free to make me look foolish of how goofy no. i was being if you want to no i don't think because i'm I, smiling and laughing yeah. and clapping and singing I mean, along if you want to see a a 40 mid 40s man look <laughs> like go. a 10 year old you can just go watch rob <laughs> at country bears and i and have no so, shame i love know, it, man. it it's amazingly fun amazingly fun to see your friend act like that and be that happy because honestly it was sheer happiness for me it's a good show it's not a great show i am also a you know we've talked about how i like history and so that is a historic thing it's one of the only opening day things that it actually opened at magic kingdom before it opened it, it was an, it was actually originally magic kingdom before it was disneyland as i recall yeah then they um, uh, that's bear country in yeah. disneyland so it's one of the only things that's kind of like that, not copied the other way, but it's copied from us to them. Um, so for me, I love that it's there, and I love that they haven't gotten rid of it. If they got rid of it, I wouldn't be as upset, and that's probably why I'm not upset about Splash Mountain or any of those other ones. But, um, yeah, I, it's good. It's not great. It's not my top five, but I, I totally understand why it's yours. Totally fair. Totally yeah. fair. So that was your number two? That was my number two. Now, my number one, based on conversations you and i have had in the past i think we may overlap on our number one i'm pretty sure we do and i'll give you a little bit of a clue and you can chime in because you're going to know right away on our last trip there was yep okay we could not see the show i was so mad there was a window of time and whenever we were there two weeks yeah it was like the beginning of july to like july 14th or something and this particular attraction was closed i was so upset because they were upgrading it from the abridged version to the full version Mm -hmm. and so i was upset for two reasons one we didn't get to see it and two because i really wanted to see it come back to the full version so Um, our our number one and i figured this would happen just from conversations in the past is this is festival of the lion king in animal kingdom oh my god I mean, I, it's an incredible show, and I'm not afraid to say I have I've teared up during the show. These songs are so powerful. The performances are incredible. The voices. Let me just tell you, there. So this is a top five show. Um, there's five through two, and then there's this, and it's not even close. No, it's Broadway Bro- quality. I have written down in big bold letters, 
Broadway caliber. Absolutely. And then underneath that, I wrote Cirque du Soleil. Because it's, if you can't get to Broadway, if you can't afford to go to Cirque over at Disney Springs, this is the way to go. It is that good. Mm -hmm. It is a do not miss. It's amazing. Period. End of story. The Tumbling Monkeys coming back. I was so excited. I was worried they were going to bring back the entertainment. They're going to leave it as it was. They brought the entertainment back. Explain what the monkeys are, because I don't know if everyone has seen it before. And and, and the Cirque so, du Soleil part, too. So, the, the Cirque du Soleil is kind of known for being those performance-based things that are kind of like, I don't want, well, they're trampolines, there's like trapeze artists, there's gymnastics in a way, dance in a way that you maybe didn't ever think of dance. If you right? combine trapeze artists and ballet, you get yeah. that. Exactly. Sure. It's dance slash trapeze, right? It's Cirque, right? Circus and ballet. Like, that's really what it seems like. And so the Tumbling Monkeys, and I don't understand why they were even, like, due to COVID, why they were taken out. I'm a little confused by that. But yeah. Because, like, why was that the thing? Because they still had some of the fire dancing going on. Was it less capacity? I don't have any clue. But either way, they brought them back. They... They, in my opinion, are the stars of that show. The Tumbling Monkeys are doing all this stuff off these crazy trampolines and jumping on top of each other's shoulders. And it's just, it, 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 I don't even know how to describe If you haven't seen this, do yourself a favor. Like, even if you're making Animal Kingdom a half-day park, which I don't slight you for, you have to see this. Make this part you, of your you day. You have to make this yep. part of your day. I would say give up. Give up riding Everest over this. Like if if I'm Ooh, ranking, I'm sorry, man. I, if I'm if I'm ranking, I can go on the boomerang on any at any single Six Flags park because it's at every Six Flags park the boomerang. I can ride a backwards roller coaster anywhere in the world. I can't see Festival of the Lion King anywhere else. The Period. boomerang doesn't have a Disco Yeti I'm, though. Ah, true. Yeah, forgot about <laughs> forgot about Disco Yeti. I, but I'm being serious when I say, like, if you are making it a half-day park, which you, I don't think you should, but you could, if you're going to make it a half-day park, there's there's some things you can't miss. You cannot miss Flight of Passage. And then, for me, number two is you can't miss the Safari. Yeah, agree. And then number three is this. For okay. Me. For me, that's it. I know that you're a big Navi River fan. I know that you're a big no. and I love it. I love Everest. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if you're talking about things you can't miss because you will not get to experience this anywhere else. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just, I love this show. It's that good. I think I've seen it four times, maybe five times. The most recent time, uh, the summer before this last summer, we saw the abridged version and it was still really good. We didn't quite get to see the tumbling monkeys. They did a little bit of the fire. Uh, they um, what they do for the show. If if you're listening and you haven't seen it, it's in a um, I don't know. It's like almost like a giant garage theater in the round that has four yeah. walls and there's four sets of bleachers backed up to each wall. So picture you go and do uh, like a high school gymnasium with bleachers on either side. Well, just add two more. So now you have bleachers on all four. And then in each corner, they roll in these giant floats. And on top of each float is a different animal. I think there's a giraffe and then 
Simba might be separate, and then there's an elephant maybe. Am I right? Yeah, so far. And they all come in the middle, and they sing uh, nearly all of the songs from the Lion King movie, and they, they're live performers. It's not lip-synced. And every time I've gone, it's been different performers singing the parts and they all have their own different individual style. And each time it's really cool to see how that particular vocalist interprets the songs in their own way. Every time it's like a perfect 10, they find the best singers to sing these songs. And the person that they always find to do like that deep, you know, the, the Mufasa voice, mm-hmm. it, it's always incredible. It's yeah, those, I absolutely love this show. The, those performers are I don't know what they get paid, but I guarantee you they're underpaid. Like, they're that good. And I wonder how many times they do it. I wonder if if they alternate. Do they do it all day yeah, long? Or is question. it person A, person B, and they rotate? If you know, if you know, you if you know, or you're a former cast member and you know, I don't, I don't care how you know, but if you know this, the answer to that question, whether they alternate or if they just go for like an eight-hour shift or a 12-hour shift or however long they go, Please comment on social media when we when we post this show, um, because I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe our photo pass friend cast member could look into that for us. Perhaps, perhaps she could. <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to mention that there we had a couple friends on Instagram who frequently comment on our content that had some votes, and I was actually shocked that one of the one of their votes didn't make your list. So at magical um, and we've talked about them before because they they're loyal listeners and loyal followers, um, they commented Carousel of Progress as one of their tops. I think the reason it doesn't make my list is it hasn't progressed, and there's a lot of syncing issues at times. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, uh, for me, it's another one that it's fun to participate and sing along. If you if you go to that show with me, also Nick will tell you he's oh, yeah. done it. I am singing and clapping in between every single rotation, which is fun. But the show itself, I don't like enough to put in top five. I think it would be people, a seven for me. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be shocked considering how we end our shows that this isn't on our top five. Yeah, but um, I love it, though. I, I, I love this show. It just I can't put something in my top five when I feel it hasn't been given the love it deserves. Yeah, I agree with that. So, And then uh, Ellen, at Friend Like Ellen, uh, she has been like a super loyal follower. Um, Thank you. She's she's great. She reposts all of our like promos and stuff. But she said, "Kite tails." Really? And I replied to her and said, "I did not expect to see this as a reply to this." She's like, "Really? It's one of my favorites." And I didn't tell her then, and I'm not gonna rep- uh, I'm gonna make her listen to this to find out. I've never seen it. Neither have I. <laughs> I've never felt like baking in the sun to watch a bunch of kites fly by. Was it happening when we were there? So when we were there, so this summer they changed it up and they took away the live performers because there were live performers, which I heard was the only part of the show that made it worthwhile. That's what I had heard. They took away the live performers and now they do like, they're not even on a schedule. It's like you go sit in that, that silly amphitheater that used to do rivers of light and of eventually a kite is going to come out with an animal or a boat's going to come out towing a kite animal and you're going to walk out looking and smelling like a hamburger cooking in that sun yeah like i'm that's why i didn't have it on my list and why i wasn't expecting it but look i trust this person because she is a super loyal 
follower and super like Disney centric. Sure. So I'm sure that if if Ellen says that it's that, then she's probably right. When you if you get a chance, make sure you go follow her at friend like Ellen. I believe she does some uh, she does trip planning and stuff like that too. So she's oh she's, good yeah cool. absolutely. Um, so you have any honorable mentions or actually let's let how about dishonorable mentions? Not honorable <laughs> mentions. Let's talk about some dishonorable mentions. Uh, you and I are going to overlap on this one, and I I wish this one was better, but it's it's the Indiana Jones show Yeesh, uh, yep. would be one of my bottom only because it's I don't like the outdoor ones. It's so hot, like I don't know. It's, I hate that show. It's not. And I like great. Indiana Jones. I hate the show. You know the the part where they do the rolling boulder. Yeah, that's cool. I am a huge Indiana Jones fan. I love all the movies. Mm-hmm. I can. I, I know every single word to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I can do it verbatim. But that show is. Just, I don't know. It's For two not... people who talk about people eaters and capacity as much as we do, I know the fact that we dislike that show tells you everything you need to know. It eats people for not just a five minute. 10 minute it's a long show and it's not good it's the same show it's yeah. just not good they need to redo it the other thing is relevancy right and i love indiana jones but it's not relevant right now there's got to be a way to make that relevant or that show relevant and i know people will be like well you, know, you can't complain about current or new ip getting put into parks and then claim that you're not happy with the fact that indiana jones is still there I'm sorry, when I think Indiana Jones, I don't think Disney. I just don't. And and I understand it's it's kind of left over from the MGM days or whatever, but it's not it's not been updated. Fix it or do something different. Not fix it, because there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't it's too hot of a park too, man. Like I can't do it. It has to be some kind of tie in with Lucasfilm, because I know Lucasfilm had that deal with Disney, because that film is a paramount movie. Yeah. Well, like, all I can tell you is this. I think it's a moneymaker for them. What I mean by that is there's a beer cart, and it's so hot in that place. People will go, I'm serious. No, the I'm, first time I went. I'm laughing because I, I know it's true. I sat down, and I was like, I need to get something to drink because I'm going to die. I went up, I was like, oh, there's a beer cart? Okay. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I was not the only man in line. It's a moneymaker, and I don't, I, I get what they're doing. I just think it's a bad show. So another one that's similar, since I want to kind of quickly go through yeah. ones that drive me nuts. I don't want to spend too much time on them. But. Yeah. So I love Beauty and the Beast, love the songs, love the show, but it's another outdoor show that's hot. And if I'm there in July or August, I don't want to sit outside for that. I mean, Fantasmic is right next door, which I've never actually done before. Oh, but yeah. isn't that at night? So it's probably yeah, a little bit more tolerable. Uh, yeah, and it's not really the same kind of show. That's their like their night that that's their nighttime spectacle. I've done it. It's wonderful. It's hot in there because you have to in order to get a good seat, you kinda have to go early and you're sitting in the sun a little bit. But, I'd like to see it in Disneyland. Because um, in Disneyland they do it on the the riverboat, right? What do you mean? Do they do Phantasmic on the riverboat in Disneyland? Are you mean you're on the riverboat? No, the performers are yeah. on the riverboat. Yeah, well, there, I mean, there's still a riverboat in Magic Kingdom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it comes around. It's like no, Steam. Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah. It's, why did I say Magic Kingdom? Um, I'm at Walt Disney World. What else do I have on my list? Uh, <laughs> Tough to be a bug is a love-hate. It's yeah. it's funny how everyone gets tortured, and to hear the kids scream is kind of funny. But at the same time, if it's my kids screaming, it's not so funny. Uh, my kids don't like it. It freaks them out. It's uh, You think it's a good... 
uh, kids entertainment, but it scares the crap out of every, everybody. I don't dislike the, I don't dislike the show. I, think I don't either. I think it's a waste of a good space. Personally, I think they could turn it into something different there. Maybe something, you know, calm do, and yeah. quiet, do something that has to do with like the, the wonders of life and the, the, the way that water works and then fertilizes trees. The way trees. that water works. And the way okay, water. That's very descriptive. The Rob. way that water uh, falls from the sky and waters the plants. And I don't know. I think, I think, honestly, I would like to see a Zootopia show in there. Well, I'd like to see Zootopia go in somewhere else. I said yeah. in a previous yeah, episode. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, it wasn't previous. No, it, it's it, it's happening in a future episode <laughs> yeah. in a discussion that yeah. we may have had in the future, in the past. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else do I have? Uh, PhilharMagic is better. They updated it a little bit. Uh, that Little Mermaid show I put on the list only because I fell asleep in the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little tired. A- any... Any honorable mentions or god awful ones you want to mention so before I would, we're I'll, out? I'll here? Only just before we before we close out, I will just say my my honorable mention is the Nemo show. Uh, I love that show. It also is Broadway quality, um, in my opinion. Uh, it just didn't make my list just because, uh, to be perfectly honest, it was like okay, well I've got I've got Muppet Vision, I've got Frozen. Like, how many more can I have of those of shows in that park and and whatnot? And uh, but yeah, I love. Nemo in general. Um, I think it's a really well done show. Uh, one of my favorites, and I know is not a favorite of some people in your family, but our family loves it, is the Up Bird Show. I I like that show. I I know that I know who whom you're referring to. Mm-hmm. I won't um, point out that person because yeah. I don't um, want them to. Uh... I will. My wife <laughs> my wife hates birds, um, <laughs> but she's afraid of birds. She has a a, a phobia of birds that is. Bordering on the irrational, but um, are you going to be sleeping on the couch now? I'm Donald, right? We, <laughs> we covered that at the beginning of the show. Um, no, so um, honestly, she even kind of enjoyed the show. Uh, it's it's a good show. It is a good show. That one's my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Welcome back, everybody. Dude, it was even in time on purpose. Okay, we gotta start over. (laughs) Wait, that was...